wrapping up our discussion of Apple's Scary Fast event. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices Magazine, our free magazine on Flipboard and on the web. Want to cut through all the noise and find out what you can do with your Apple gear? Mac Voices Magazine focuses on just that, aggregating the best how-to articles and information. Get it by searching for Mac Voices in the Flipboard app or visiting macvoices.com magazine. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, the Mac Voices Live panel convened on Halloween night to discuss Apple's Scary Fast event, and there was a lot to say. We finally wrap up that conversation in this episode and also ask the panel a single question that had to do with the holiday. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. I did not realize that, because I didn't spec out a 14-inch yesterday. I just <laughs> did it right right now. And, I mean, that's, I've always, because I because I was on the road so much um, and, and carrying my laptop, I always wanted the maximum workspace. But now, not so much since I'm a remote worker, um, this could be, Darn, you guys just confused me. Thank you very much. <laughs> as, as someone that always went with a 16-inch uh, laptop and, and downsized screen space to the 14-inch with this purchase, I was fully expecting to have a, a serious um, uh, transition phase where I had to adapt to the smaller screen when I'm working away from my desk. And it turns out that it wasn't as big as a deal as I thought. Um, mm -hmm. When I feel like I need more space uh, on this computer, when I'm out and about, I picked up one of those cheap external displays. Yeah. And I, I just plug it into a USB-C port. And I sometimes, yeah, sometimes I've used my iPad that way. The nice thing about this, the external display, is it costs a lot less than an iPad. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I already have an iPad. I'm probably carrying around with me at the same time. Yeah, so, anyway. so you so can a just lot do of that. Times I just use that. Yeah. Well, that, that's a fair point, Jeff. That because I've I've used I mean I've used my iPad as a second screen for my 16 inch. So you know, it might not be as big a compromise. So um, you know, any more everything. Well, anymore though, Chuck, it might not be because like I had a 15 to 13 um, crisis of faith, I guess, um, a long time ago, like four or more laptops ago because I went, you know, I have the 15 inch, I really like having all the screen, I really like having all that. And then everyone I said, everyone I knew who had a 13 inch machine said, do you ever pick it up and take it anywhere? Because the minute you do, you are going to be so happy because you will not miss those two inches on your laptop, you know, on the screen, but you will absolute your back will thank you every mm -hmm. time you put your backpack on and go literally anywhere. And I'm like, mm -hmm. uh, and it was like two weeks and I went, Oh, everyone I know is right. Why did I huff that 15 inch slab of metal around with me for all those years when it could have mm -hmm. been a 13 inch one anyway? And, um, yeah, Chuck, I'm here to tell you, like, it's, 
even you know even now like with with the difference it's you're probably going to be so much happier i really yeah. don't i really don't think you would miss it because um by the time you by the time you factor in you know i can use an ipad i can go to you know pieshop.us and buy a nice little display you know that i can hook into the side with the usb c cable if i really want to whatever like, like I, think, I am yeah i think you'll be you know way happier um, that's what I mean. That's one of the great things about so USB C is like 17? lots of other stuff works with it. What? Yeah. Well, so I used to have a seventeen-inch for a long time. Am, am I no, on? No, I had I had a fifth. Well, I had a fifteen and went to um, thirteen, and I know other people I, who had I, seventeen I, and went to fifteen and were like, "Why did I go fifteen when I could have gone to 13 I'm like, "Yeah, it's between." Well, I was gonna say I had a seventeen <laughs> and I had a sixteen. I always thought I'd have the biggest one. In fact, you know, I was like sad I couldn't buy a seventeen anymore. And then, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I I couldn't wait for um, the Mac M M1 MacBook Pros because they kept not releasing it, not releasing it, and mm -hmm. kept waiting and waiting. And it was like I got to the point where I, I had to have it to do development. And um, so I bought a 13 because um, that's what the only thing I could buy. And it was like, yep. it's a revelation. It's like, wait. Why did I, you know, keep buying these big ones? I almost always use it hooked to a monitor, and it's so much nicer to carry around. So I will probably get a 14 um, mm -hmm. for my next machine. So looking at the tech specs, the the this is interesting. The MacBook Pro 14-inch M3 is 3.4 pounds. The MacBook Pro 14 M3 Pro is 3.5 pounds. And the MacBook Pro 16-inch M3 Pro is 4.7 pounds. Is the does the Max weigh more than the Pro? Uh, no, the in the 16 let's see in the 16-inch and the 14-inch, the the Pro and the Max weigh more than the just straight M3. Yeah, that makes but sense. They, but they weigh the same amount. But Pro but and Max the, are the same. Yeah. So it was only a tenth of a pound more for the 14 inch, if I remember right. what you just said. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, yes. Yes. Exactly. It, exactly. it hadn't even occurred to me that they would weigh more, but that's not much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it makes it. It does make a difference when you're carrying it around. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I have wanted what would end up being the 14 inch size is pretty much for the last 15 years. And now that I I have it, it does not disappoint in the least. It's all the power with the compactness. Yeah. And depending on what the machine is that you're upgrading from, like you might you might end up with, you know, the same resolution or better. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what happened, you know, that's what happened for a lot of people going to a retina display or if you go mm -hmm. uh you know from from an intel machine to an m1 machine you know some of those i know the um resolution went up a little went up a little for some of those so you kind of do get because of the way they designed it and because there's less bezel you know the 14 inch screen is more like what the 15 inch actually was yep. that you were carrying around but you don't have to carry around all that extra computer yep and here's something kind of interesting um as far as far as vertical height goes, uh, the 14 inch uh, is very close in vertical height 
to a uh, 15.6 inch external display. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my 4K extra, uh, 15 inch display over here just fits in seamlessly. Yeah. Uh, sitting here looking at my 32 inch display, trying to imagine a 15 inch display. <laughs> Well, no, that's um, <laughs> thing is, I'm much closer. I'm so pretty one close. Thing, one thing we haven't talked about, um, and I don't, I have a, well, I have a good reason for bringing this up, the 1080p FaceTime camera. It doesn't matter. It's not 7.5. What about it? They finally upgraded to 1080p like a year ago or Jeff, something. He's got a 1080p. Fine. Tuck, you're yeah. looking at, at that camera right now. Right. That's yeah. why I brought it up, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were commenting pre-show just how good Jeff looks compared to his usual webcam that it makes. And then he's you using the. so much better than the rest of the time, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently it's time to, to retire my Logitech C920. <laughs> oh yes it is well yes. i remember a discussion about this way back and somebody correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like apple may do a little bit of the the computational photography magic with the yeah. 1080p to make it look as good as it does it sure seems mm -hmm. like it yeah. oh yeah and so because i mean jeff is like at least on my screen he's like super sharp and then there's kelly no, no, you look fine. fine. I'm using the I'm using the same camera Jeff normally is using right now, so that's yeah. why I say that. So yeah, apparently I need to. Apparently I need to upgrade. Um, yeah. yeah. There were a couple of things I just wanted to mention about the event that I thought were kind of interesting. One of them was the shot on iPhone that we got kind of tossed in at the end, which you know would I would say was is one of the few things the crack marketing team has done that was really smart because it was. Like you get to the very end of the Mac event and it's like, by the way, this is totally an iPhone commercial. The end. Bye. Um, <laughs> you know, which I thought was kind of slick of them to do. Uh, but also we got all the processors at the same time. And we haven't had that before because we did get, you know, Apple Silicon, oh, you know, and <laughs> but it was just M1. And then it was, OK, we took all of the stuff from the M1 and now you can buy the pro and you can buy the plus and you can buy the max and there was the ultra and then you know because we found out that they started developing processors like their lego blocks and you can just snap a couple together and now it's twice as fast um which is also a thing that i think is really awesome that nobody really talks about um and then we got m2 here's the m2 oh. And then later we got the M2 Pro and the M2 Max. And this time we got all of them at once. And normally we don't get that. And also that's really fast. Like my original MacBook Pro, original issue, M1 MacBook Pro OG over here is basically old granddad at this point. And, you know, and it's like, you know, like, like Jeff was saying, uh, mine's not even out of the initial term of, Apple Care, you know, and already it is olden. So <laughs> there's like when you, you know, one of the things that we were all kind of interested in is once Apple finally was fully masters of their own domain, then, you know, what we, you know, what are we going to get from them? You know, once, once they are not beholden to anybody else's 
manufacturing process or production pipeline or whatever else like what are they going to do well here's what they're going to do in three years they're going to i mean because the comparison they were using was the m1 it was like my computer you know look at this creaky sad old machine that's <laughs> practically steam powered compared to what we're announcing right now you know poor little i love you i love you rex you're still pretty you're still pretty. I still love you. I really do. I love my computer. But <laughs> steampunk I mean, computer. Yeah, it's a little, you know, with her computer. It's gonna. Um. I mean, but like they practically, they could have just put up a slide that was my computer with a hand crank on the front for crying out loud. That was kind of how they made it sound. <laughs> By the end of the presentation, I was like, my computer is so sad huh. now. You know, no, because was... they just continue to like completely like they're just force multiplying every time, and I just. It just like it just really surprises me. Not not that they're doing it, but the speed at which they're doing it. That was really all it was. Was I was that should really concern Intel, right? Yeah. Like, Intel. Where's everybody, where's yeah. everybody else? Intel should have been concerned for a while now. Yeah. Fair. I mean, yeah. valid. Well, yeah, there, yeah, there was mean, some. To... Or go ahead, Ben. I mean, to be perfectly honest, uh, listen, reading the articles about. Uh, Qualcomm's latest entries and AMD and NVIDIA's impending uh, ARM processors. Uh, I I think uh, Intel firmly still believes it's five to ten years ago, and they yeah, are they and, and they aren't facing an impending apocalypse. D didn't they say by twenty twenty five they would have caught up with Apple? Wasn't that the prediction they they gave us? They still have a couple years to go. Yeah. Yeah, except they're going to okay. catch up yeah. with what Apple had then, not. Oh well, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, Jim, yeah. don't confuse us with facts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you almost still have to have a car battery to have an Intel laptop. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of sad. It's it like the iPod Three. Yeah, when you look at like the 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 you know like if you go to Amazon and type in like laptop power bank and look at what they say you need for an Intel an Intel powered PC like those are giant slabs of battery that you're carrying around it's really they're like they're just massive and like the one that I carry around for my phone I could plug my computer into and it would be fine we have a couple of panel members that have a hard out here at uh, the bottom of the hour I did want to ask one question though of, of this group Anybody have any thoughts on this from a gaming perspective? Because I know I I can't I have no comments on on it because I don't, I'm not a gamer. Is anybody oh, a gamer? Oh yes, I enough? do. Okay. Oh, it seems to me really exciting. Yeah, yeah. To you, Ben. Um, it it it's exciting enough. Um, where I am having to tell myself, uh, I shouldn't be upgrading. Um, <laughs> that, that I mean, hardware mesh. Uh, uh, mesh shaders and ray, ray tracing, tracing. is really exciting. I I can't wait to see the benchmarks. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, as far as hardware and API go, APIs go, Apple has done everything possible to make it to make their platforms. And let's be honest, we're not just Mac gaming anymore. We're Apple gaming because it's everywhere from the phone to the mac pretty much viewed as a platform now uh 
it, but I think right now, the only thing they have left to do is de developer relations. Mm -hmm. okay. Ben, and I have a quick question for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it ties in, I'm sure, to why Jim is laughing. So with, all, <laughs> with everything that Apple announced yesterday, that's mm -hmm. clearly targeting gamers. Well, I think it's also targeting uh, uh, VR, AR developers, but mm -hmm. ga the, the gaming mm -hmm. space. How much of that do developers get to take advantage of for free? Meaning what they've already written is uh, is just going to work and work better versus how much of it do will they have to add in new code or rewrite some code to take advantage of what Apple just announced? I mean, Honestly, with what they announced in, in uh, June in, at AppDC, there's not a lot they have to do. Yeah. Okay, that that's that was kind of my take, but I wanted the real pros take. So the two of yeah, you saying I, that that's good enough for me. Yeah, I'm not only that, but from a financial standpoint, um, it makes a lot sen more sense to write for iPhone plus iPad plus Mac plus uh, eventually Apple TV than it ever did for just the Mac. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so um, it's like you write not, for one platform and you end, get the others for free. But that's not yeah. high-end gaming. You know, one thing, I, you know, I'm not a gaming person or developer, but I did notice that, you know, all their little charts and curves and, you know, they're comparing it to Intel machines and uh, comparing it to M1s. Didn't see any comparison to other GPUs. Like, I didn't see them claiming... Yeah, or let's. What is this compared to a Radeon or, you know, whatever? It'll be interesting to see once they get out mm -hmm. of, you know, what is the, you know, how does this stack up against, you know, the real high end GPUs that don't, you know, aren't up, you know, yeah, they take a, you know, you have to hook up mm -hmm. directly to a hydroelectric plant, but people <laughs> do that. Yes. <laughs> Oh, but we're yeah. back to the chip on the the system on a chip, Jim. You know, this yeah. is all one chip, right? Yeah. But I mean, you know, but people users don't care. They want what they want, and you know, they can on the other platform, they can you know get the fastest thing. And you know, I kind of was waiting to see. You know, I thought maybe Apple would throw up a chart like that, and like you know, hey, now we're really comparing comparable with the top end GPUs, but. They didn't, I so I guess probably probably it doesn't. No, they can't. Well, okay, maybe, I'm, you know, I'm, hope, presumably they want to at some point. So, you know, maybe the M4, M5 will. Maybe not. Maybe physics makes it impossible, but yeah. I don't know. Um, hey, I want to I want to let our two get panel. Let's go. So, Mark Fuccio, you got to go. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I do have a question, though, that I'm going to ask of all the panelists. First of all, where can they find you? And second of all, since it's Halloween, what's your favorite candy? Oh, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, chocolate of almost any type, you know. But uh, especially fond of uh, Ghirardelli and Lint. Okay. And you can follow me on X, you know, formerly known as Twitter at Mark Fuccio, M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O. Great. Thanks for being here, Mark. Happy Halloween. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.
also uh, needing to what and do some trick or treating of his own, Mr. <laughs> Jeff Gamet. Jeff, thank you for mm -hmm. being here. Same question: Where can folks find you, and what is your favorite candy? Well, Chuck, first, thanks for letting me on all the time. I really, really enjoy this. So, th seriously, thank you. Um, okay, where can people find me on the socials? Jay Gamut. Um, right now, I'm mostly active active on Mastodon and Instagram, but I'm working on getting more active on Threads. And uh, then for shows, here with you on Tuesdays, then Thursdays with Dave on uh, In Touch With iOS, because like you, he is a glutton for punishment. And uh, then on the British Tech Network on Thursdays for the big show, Fridays for the Mac show, and then Brian Chaffin and I do the context machine. And uh, this week, I was on uh, Charlotte Henry's edition. So that was a lot of fun. And then for candy, I'm not much of a candy person, but I do really enjoy a nice dark chocolate with some sea salt. So I'm sure that's going to end up in, in everyone's uh, Halloween basket this year. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Jeff. Good to have you as always. This was awesome. All right. Happy Halloween. See you. <laughs> Guys, actually, we're at the bottom of the hour, so I think we'll wrap it up uh, for this time. Um, we've had to let those two go because they definitely had hard outs. Um, but we've, I'm sure we will continue this discussion as we all get more information about the new chips, the new models of Macs and MacBook Pros, and uh, we'll see what comes. Um, I think I want to reverse it um, because things got shuffled a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to start with Jim, the man with the, the spooky background. Jim, where can folks find you and what's your favorite candy? Um, you can find me. Uh, Mastodon's probably the best place at ProViewGym at techhub.social. ProView spelled P-R-O-V-U-E. And I think for favorite candy, I'm going to go Tony's Chocoloni. Hmm. Okay. I think, it's from, I think it's from Amsterdam. Okay. Little international flavor. I like it. Although you, they have it in all the grocery stores now. Yeah, it's okay. All the supply chains got fixed. But the first Henry. time I ever had any was given to me from a friend from that from Amsterdam who had brought it from there. Ben Rathig, thank you for uh for diligently trying to get back in and succeeding. Um, where can folks connect with you and what is your favorite candy? Uh, well, Chuck, you can find me at Ben Raythig on your social media of choice at my website, Raythig.tech, uh, where I am currently writing up a whole lot of ARM laptop-related content. Uh, on, on Thursday nights, you can find me on In Touch with iOS with Mr. Dave Ginsberg. On uh, Thursday and Fridays, you can find me with the uh, newly departed from the show, Not Dead, Jeff Gamut on the Big and Mac shows. Uh, and of course, Tuesdays, you can find me here on Mac Voices. As for the favorite candy, uh, that, that one is without question Reese's Dark. Out of chocolate. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you, Ben. Good to have you as it, always. It fits with my soul. <laughs> and with the season I've heard that yeah 
Kelly Gamont, thank you for being here. The the force was with us tonight when you showed up. <laughs> um, where can folks connect with you and what is your favorite candy? Um, gosh, what is my favorite candy? I think I'm probably I'm gonna go with a, a violet crumble, um, which is the Australian version of I think it's the Cadbury Flake. I think Patrice can back me on that. I like, think so, yeah kind of that that sugar honey whatever it is honeycomb kind of stuff um mm-hmm. that's my favorite uh my house the whole reason i showed up dressed is in case somebody uh rings the doorbell because my house is a full-size candy bar house this year because i'm living the dream and uh when you when i am not answering the door for trick-or-treaters you can find me where i am verso at mastodon.social over on mastodon and um uh, sometimes you can find me on Thursday nights with uh, David Ginsburg because apparently he will just let any old body on his show in touch with iOS. Um, I mean, you do too, Chuck. Like, like Jeff said, you know, <laughs> we keep we keep clicking the Zoom link and we wait, and then you know it's like when you wait for the ATM, and every Tuesday night you make the money noise, and here we are. So, um that uh, so you can find me here. You can find me uh, sometimes with. David Ginsburg, you can find me uh, occasionally on things over on The Incomparable because I have lots of pop culture opinions and will also uh, play ridiculous game shows with people over there and have a really good time doing it. So, um, yeah, that's me. Great. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Patrice Brendamore, thank you so much for staying up late. I'm afraid to ask what time it is where you are, but <laughs> we're so good. So good. 235. 235. A.M. Ouch. <laughs> All right. All right. That's not bad. Where can folks connect with you and what is your favorite candy? So you can find me with some of the other miscreates here from the from the panel. <laughs> you can find me on the British Tech Network on the big show on Thursdays, where we talk about the non-Apple side of things like space and chips and Android and Windows and all of that. And also on Fridays, where we talk about the Apple side of things on the Mac show. You can find out everything about me, everything I'm doing, all the social media links, the podcast, the projects, literally everything from my website, thepatrice.com. And if you want to listen to really cool people talk about their food-related stories, memories, and just everything that goes with that, head over to foodieflashback at foodieflashback.com for my interview show. So for my candy, I actually snuck out and I got it. I grew up, I don't, a lot of people probably don't know that I grew up at the Swiss border. So for me, for sure, it is oh. really real Swiss chocolate. My mom got that for me. Like she yes. bought like 14 of those. Clearly, And I'm giving them favorite. away. It's not <laughs> Lind or anything like that. It's the real thing. So and you're giving them I'll, away? And I'm giving them I'll away. Right I'm like there. friends are coming mm. over and I'm like, hey, I'll take one. Ben, That's get why I get car. there. Yeah, <laughs> in the car, get in the plane. Get in the plane, yeah. Like you're welcome. You can yeah. stay with me. Ben, pack snacks. Patrice, mm-hmm. see you soon. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to get around <laughs> to not having a passport thing, but it'll happen. Eh. I'll make some calls. It's fine. Yeah, we can, we'll, we can get that. Ben you don't need undoc- to see his identification. <laughs> ben will be an, an undocumented alien. <laughs> uh, thank you, Patrice. Eric Bolden, the man from the snow country. Where can folks find you? And what is your favorite candy? Oh, that's a very hard question. 
Um, I can be found on Mastodon uh, at EA Bolden at um, techhub.social. Uh, Candy, I... I would have to say, if I'm not having to share toffee peanuts, because really there's no way to hand this <laughs> up without it being a mess. Um, uh, uh, otherwise, peanut butter cups. Maybe both. <laughs> toffee peanuts in one hand, peanut butter cups in the other, and 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 then some tea that I can grab to wash it down. Oh, yeah, that's what we'll be having shortly. I might have okay. to. <laughs> Yeah, now put it in your mind, right? You got to kind of have to satisfy it. Uh, thank you, Eric, so much for uh, for being here. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Last but absolutely not least, we started out with David Ginsburg. We end with David Ginsburg. David, thank you for uh, for showing up um, on Halloween night. Where can folks find you, and what is your favorite candy? Thank you for having me. As always, uh, Chuck, uh, you can find me. I didn't touch the iOS. I didn't touch iOS.com. I'm on the, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash in touch by OS. You can find me on the Mac show on Fridays on the British Tech Network here on Tuesdays and uh, Macedon. I'm at uh, DaveG65 at Macedon.cloud. Uh, favorite candy? I'm kind of a licorice kind of guy. I like, uh, actually, yeah. I like dots. Those are my favorite. Really? This good is too. I, I feel like we've learned a lot about our panelists tonight mm -hmm. uh, that, that really surprised me. So now tell us what your favorite candy is. I mean, yeah. What's yours, Chuck? Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Baby Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good. Which Absolutely. I almost bought today. Yep. It's, my, it's like, it's, it's the perfect combination of chocolate and caramel and peanuts and all rolled into one. And so. 80s movie. Along with Butterfinger. <laughs> 80s movie? Goonies, Chuck. Oh, Ruth, oh sorry. Baby? Oh. Although Eric, I'm with you. Reese's cups, are, up. Reese's, up, Reese's cups are a close second, but maybe Ruth beats it out. Let's Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. Um, we won't have any candy next week, but we will be back at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. YouTube.com slash Mac Voices TV. Definitely want to thank um, everybody who's in the chat tonight. Uh, let's see. I mean, I, I who was it? Um, Oh, Lord. Yeah, there was there were a number of people in here, a number contributing as well. Um, Barry, especially threw a, a, a lot of great questions in so or comments. So thank you, Barry. And thank you to everyone who showed up. That's it. We'll see you next. Oh, yeah. And I did want to, ex uh, as I mentioned earlier, I did want to tease the interview with Larry O'Connor of OWC going live Monday on Mac Voices. We dig deep into the M1s. Uh, or M3, I keep doing that, the M3s. We talk uh, a lot about Thunderbolt and what difference it makes and how it relates to the M3s and all of that. So you're not going to want to miss that. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month.
Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com. <laughs>